scrimmage. Here's Cora. Welcome to the Casuals to Degenerates podcast. I'm your host, Luke Probasco, and with me, as always, the Southern Bear. Welcome. Woo-woo! I'm in the building! You know what, Tweet? You are probably the most consistent thing about this podcast lately. Who would have thought? You know, Consistency is key. Uh, I heard one time, I don't know where I saw this, you make a 100% of the shots you don't take, or you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I can't read good, so maybe it was missed and could have been make. Who's really to say? I mean, it's definitely you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Uh, wise wise men have, have said this for, for decades. Um, yeah, I read it in our group chat. I don't know who yep. said it. Wise person. <laughs> I mean, that happened in the past. So if we're going to want to know stuff about the past, we'll have to get Jacob on to where he lives. He's That's just kind of where that guy stays. You know, he talks about, like, all these recruiting things. And look at these tweets from, like, weeks ago. Like, I don't know. The guy, the guy's hot trash. I mean, doesn't know what's up from down. Hey, I'm going to have this, like, great NCAA team. I'm, you know... Curtis Rourke is, is leading me to the promised land, yada, yada, yada. Like, dude's not even making the playoffs. Maybe he's got three wins. I'm not not entirely sure. I, I mean, at least he's not stuck in take lock. At least he's noti- like noticed that he sucks and he's selling off some pieces. But Yeah. I mean, he's, he's going full grim, which is weird. Haters, the two haters. They Coming hate together as one. Yeah, that's weird. We also have another guest with us tonight. Uh, what is what is that? He's got a stogie. He's like like some college kid who's won a national championship just because he's number one on the college side right now. It's I mean a little premature to be celebrating, Chad. We haven't even made the playoffs. Like, yes, you locked up a spot, but like I locked up a spot. That's what I'm celebrating. All right, I am Joey B. Uh, this might not be as good as something that Joey B can smoke, but True. I, I can't afford the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Joey B couldn't either because there was no such thing as NIL back then, but you know. 
He went to a I'm church sure. and got some money. Yeah. Well, make sure you go rate, download, give us a five-star review, just like the five stars that we give you week in and week out. Tweet reached out to me, and he said he wanted to get in on the Who Am I Quick Hitter, and I told him, you know what? Have at it. I mean, I'm just pretty much a guest here after, you know, you two ran the ship last week. So, taking away Southern Bear. This should be interesting. This is a good one this week, boys. Uh, As you guys know, we're going to start with our hardest clues. We're going to work our way to our easier clues. All right. Um, I'll rattle off the first three pretty quickly um, because you probably won't get it by then. Um, Not saying you guys are stupid, but you're not smart. So, here we go. Okay. Clue, clue number one. I attended Ankeny High School. Okay. Nobody's locking in. Rumor has it I have taken a lot of creative writing courses in college. I hate three periods after things. Mm. This could be grim. Whew. It could be. The bear. Let's write a book. Doesn't know about the three periods. I mean, this could be him. I'm going to call myself out here. The bear has once stated they cannot throw me very far. Ooh, that's a, on the that, pod. That's so a, if you listen to the pod, you should know. That's I, I that, think I might have a guess with that because, you know, I listen week in and week out. You know, I'm just saying. That was in the past, so I – I can't that imagine it would be somebody. Well, maybe. Okay, that was in the past. It could be another person now that I'm thinking of. Speaking okay. of past, I love living in the past. I mean. you got. I got good. one more clue. Don't walk it okay. in yet. Okay. You may not have it right. Okay. Grim is my number one hater. Oh. I thought it was going to be Jacob, but I think Ian might be his number one hater. So now I'm... You know what? I, I think I'm going to lock it in. I think I'm going to lock it in with I'm, Jacob. I think it's Jacob. I'm, I'm going to lock it in with Jacob, too. You are correct. What gave it away? The bear throwing him? Yeah, it, it was... For me, it was the the bear throwing. Um the creative writing was good. I was it was between him and and Grim, but then once Grim was the bigger the number one hater, then Grim's probably not his own number one hater. Maybe maybe he is. He could be with I that don't. college team. Yeah. That's, that's true. I mean it's gonna it's gonna lose to Patrick to this week. <clears throat> not gonna be pretty. All right. Well, tweet great job with your uh, quick hitter. Who am I? We might need some more uh, of those. I mean, puts any of mine to shame. Um, well, we've been con quite a heater there on our who am I's. It takes a lot of research and a lot of time, but I am willing to put in the effort. That's Emmy level, <laughs> Emmy level writing right there. Yeah, fucking, you know, I've been here and I'm up for uh, uh, an evening time Emmy. Um, they got the daytime Emmys. I'm pretty sure this is evening time Emmys. Um, so I'm also up for a Grammy. Um, if you haven't heard, I'm, I'm releasing a song 
Um, it's going to be on the pod here in, in a few few months. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be the new opener. Stay tuned to my fans. <laughs> All right, we'll get into our NCAA news. Uh, Quinn Ewers has a grade two AC joint sprain in his right throwing shoulder. And expected to miss some time. He is supposed to be back, uh, you know, this season. We will see Malik Murphy will now get the start. Um, so, yeah, Quinn might be coming back to Texas next year. I can't imagine uh, he's put enough on tape that he's got to come or that he's going to go to the NFL draft. Thoughts? I don't see it. I don't see it at all. I think he stays. Um I, I don't see him going to the draft. I just – injuries, not – I mean, last year was not good. Um, what does this do to Arch, though, if he comes back? Plays Arch, sit around and wait again? Well, especially if Malik Murphy plays well. Yeah. What does it say about Arch? I mean, they're they're passing him up for Malik Murphy. Well, I don't know. I feel, like it's hard, I feel like it's hard to have a freshman quarterback come in and – I. I didn't play high school or college football, but I assume the playbooks are a little bit harder uh, going from high school to college. Granted, he's he's probably got a pretty good lineage of uh, knowing football, but I don't know. Just a thought. Then we've got uh, Jalen Daniels, quarterback of Kansas still looks like he's going to be out another week due to this back injury. There are rumors swirling uh, boards out there that the he is healthy, but he is choosing to sit out to keep a medical red shirt um, so he can go to USC next year. Is this the Deshaun? Watson of the college world? <laughs> I don't think so. Only if he gets happy endings. I bet he gets so, a couple, two, three down there in KU. So not a whole uh, lot happening in Lawrence. So it uh, that'll be interesting to see. I mean, rumors are rumors, but uh, sometimes you know where there's smoke, there is fire. Wouldn't be the first time somebody uh, tried to get a quarterback well in advance. <clears throat> um, Travion Henderson, full go for Saturday. I am also under the impression he hasn't put enough on tape that I think he's coming back this next year. I think, I honestly think, uh, and I'll get to, the, Utah's got Brent Cuthy and Cam Rising. They're out for the year. They should be back next year. Then you've got uh, Rocket Sanders, who hasn't been playing. Uh, Arkansas's coach, Sam Pittman, he gets paid $5 million a year through 2027. He got a new contract last year in 2022. He is due 75% of that money of his total contract, $5 million each year through 2027. If he gets fired and the team record is above 500, currently his team sits 18 and 16. Now, if they were to lose the next three games, he will drop below 500. And in that case, if he gets fired, 
his buyout would drop to 50%. So it's $16.6 million versus $11 million. I don't think Rocket Sanders is coming back this year. There are rumors that he's down in Texas during the week getting his knee rehabbed. If I'm him, I'm not going to the draft because you probably aren't going to get drafted super high. I'm not going back to Arkansas. I'm going somewhere else. This 2024 draft class is going to be hot garbage. Uh, you're going to have a pretty deep wide receiver class. I mean, you'll have uh, – what do we got? You've got Neighbors. Uh, you've got Worthy, Abuka, Harrison. Dunes. But, like, uh, yeah, Odunze, yeah. McMillan. Like, it's just kind of like a strong, deep class. But you've yep. got, what, Marvin Harrison Jr. on top. And then, like, everybody's just, like, Troy Franklin. Like, you have some good players. I think I think there's still, you know, four or five going out in the first round after Harrison. So, like, and then, you know, you legit have two – first round quarterbacks with Drake May, Caleb Williams. But it's going to be if you're in a dynasty league, I mean Grant we're C2C, but if you're in dynasty leagues like you probably don't want unless you have a top 3 4 pick, you probably don't want a first round pick. Like you could sell it to somebody and like you know, they think they're getting something they just haven't seen it yet. I mean, this has been in general, and we saw it, like I mentioned uh, a couple weeks ago, we're not having very many 300-point games on the college side. Just I think in general, scoring is just down all year. And part of me is thinking, oh, maybe it's because of the new clock situation where you have the running clock all the time. But, like, that, I mean, it's bad. Like, it's real bad. And people getting hurt, you know, all of the tight ends are, are done. You've got quarterbacks getting hurt. What are, you know, Ellis, tweet, what are your guys's? thoughts about the 2024 draft class and you know all these guys being hurt or or whatnot i think injuries are making a difference um i don't think the wide receiver class is gonna be like crazy affected i think teams still need wide receivers a lot of these guys are pretty good wide receivers if not could be studs um so, I mean, we're seeing – Bills are playing right now. They basically throw the ball to Diggs all day. Like, they could use another receiver. You can't tell me they can't use one of these guys. But then also, like, the running back class. Running back class isn't great, but, like, last year we had Bijan, and I guess you could lump Gibbs into that first-round talent. But I think the way these teams aren't paying them, I don't think they care. Like, they could go get a quorum. They could go get a, you know, um, Henderson – they could go get if these guys are coming out, um, Benson, run them for a couple of years and maybe have some success. So I don't think the running back classes really matters. I don't think we have any league talent coming out, but I don't think we're we're going to see too many issues with the running back class because I think they're going to still get play. It's just how the NFL works now. Yeah, I I, I can agree with that. Um... Wide receivers are pretty much it. I haven't looked at any other um, positions of like O line or anything. Uh, but after those wide receivers are gone, 
it's going to be very boring to watch. What tight ends coming out? Like, I mean, besides Bowers. Yep. <clears throat> oh, let's see here. That's a great question. Maybe could he stay? Days. Could he stay one more year? Bowers could if he wanted to. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. You're probably going to have like an RJ Maryland from SMU. You'll have uh, was it? I'll be curious if uh, Lachey yeah comes back to Iowa or if he goes pro. Uh, my guess is like right. he'll probably have. My guess is that he comes back. Um, Eric All. He could come. No, I don't know if he could come back or not, but he would be a name that would be possible. Um, Jaheim Bell. There's not, I mean, there's, there's not like a lot that like pop off to me. Offensively. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're going to, your, your wide receivers are going to get, I think they're going to get drafted pretty high. I think there will be five in the first round. Uh, running backs, I don't see a first-round running back at all, but I see a lot of day two running backs, second, third-round running backs going. Um, quarterbacks, I bet there's four drafted in the first round. Um, just feels like that's just kind of what we're leaning towards. Somebody's going to draft somebody a little higher, but who those guys are, is it going to be Penix? Is it going to be McCarthy? I don't know. We'll see. Um. And then the last thing here with NCAA news is, is Nick Saban on a secret farewell tour? I watch some of the Alabama media, like after the game and stuff. He smiles. He jokes. Uh, this is something Nick Saban does not do. Uh, seems like he's legitimately having fun and a personality. Uh red flags i'm i'm just kind of curious if maybe this is it for nick saban i mean i wouldn't be surprised if it's not but in general this is weird and unlike any other saban year um chad any thoughts do you think this could be nick saban's last year i don't think it's this year um i definitely do see him retiring within the next two two to three definitely um you know, it, it, it is weird to see him show human emotions other than just being <laughs> pissed off on the sideline um, or being annoyed being asked a question as he's going into the locker room at halftime. But I, I don't know. I don't I don't see him leaving this year unless for whatever reason they run the gauntlet and make it to the playoffs and win the national championship. Maybe maybe Sweet. leave on on a high note, but that's it. Tweet, what do you think? I don't know. I just don't feel like he's done. I think he I think he wants to go out on top. I think he has two or three more years to try to win that title again and and go get it. And <clears throat> I don't think it's gonna happen. But I, I, I do think he still coaches for a couple more years. So well that is it for NCAA news. Tweet. You wanna give us the NFL news? My God, we got some stuff this week. First of all, 
Ain't nobody want D Hop. Ain't nobody want D Hop. That's the rumors coming out of Titans camp. Why? You guys know? I mean, nobody likes a good wide receiver, I guess. Yeah. Are we all questioning how good he is, though? Nobody really wanted to sign him. Nobody really wants to trade for him. Like, are people thinking D Hop's like washed, or is it? Pro- it's probably the contract, two year, twenty six mil. But I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you're gonna find a team that'll eat that. I agree. Uh, did you see the? Did you see the? Uh, um, video of who who's the the rookie that was there last year the like punt returner i can't remember who it was but he like muffed a punt and then goes and sits down by d hop and the d hop like gets up immediately and like scoffs at him and <laughs> just walks away seems like <laughs> a great teammate yeah well i mean with ryan Tannehill <clears throat> throwing you the ball and malik willis it's tough Speaking of that team, guess who's starting this week? Big Willie style. Yeah. Will Levis getting that first NFL start. Nate That'll be rough. Gets him into his starting lineup, right? Did he? I hope so. I mean, he's he's well, come a a team. well. I hope Brett doesn't have Malik Willis in his starting lineup. Hopefully he has Baker. At least he got a touchdown out of him. Yeah, that would be awful if he started Malik Willis. I mean, I know Grimm loves Malik Willis, but so far hasn't really done as enough. Of right now, as of right now, Nate does not have Willie starting. Well, good news for Brett if he does have Malik Willis in a starting lineup. Uh, Rabel did say they were going to run a two-quarterback system. Just Levis is going to get the start in most of the snaps. Um, so it sounds like a college football team down there. Uh, we're just going to run two quarterbacks, see what happens, you know, college football week one and two. Um, so that's good for an NFL team, but uh, we'll see what happens. <clears throat> well, Titans are in shambles. Anywho, um, I added some more news. Uh, let's stick with the, uh, the South here. Um, how about the... The Saints, Chris Olave. Jesus Christ, Grim! Keep your players out of trouble. You guys see, he got arrested the other day. Reckless driving could spend sixty days in jail and have a two hundred dollar fine. How the hell is this guy going to pay a two hundred dollar fine? What about sixty days in jail? He plays for the Saints. I'm told. Uh, at least that's what he told the officer. This is insane. Grimm's got – he just always has these wide receivers on his team that are causing trouble, that are always getting arrested. You know, like, he used to be a problem on Team Tweet, but now it seems to be a, a Team Grimm problem, mainly because Team Tweet traded him to Grimm. So, we're using that to blame him. Someone saw the writing on the wall before that trade was made. Well, yeah, I wish I would have done that with Henry Ruggs too soon. <clears throat> Anyways, it was also Derek Carr's wide receiver. Coincidence? Oh, shit. Oh, dang. Oh, that's some fucking Luminati shit there. Anywho, uh, any of y'all got PJ Walker on your 
roster. Um, I yeah. might. I don't. I don't know. I might. I don't. Okay. He could. Well, be he's going he to start again. Uh, I'm assuming Deshaun. Well, I, well, is. I don't want three points, so I'll play like somebody else. I'm assuming Deshaun's hurt, but not hurt, but maybe hurt, but doesn't want to play. Who? What is going <laughs> that guy? Nobody knows. Couple rub and tugs really get you going, right? You know, like you just can't even figure out your life anymore. Like, does my shoulder hurt? Does it not? It's a rough life. Um, Kyler Murray activated. Yeah. He, he, I mean, probably won't play this uh, week, but very, very interesting if he, you know, is auditioning for another team or if, you know, the Cardinals were like, hey, we want to see ease you back in and you know see what we're gonna get i mean if i'm the cardinals so at the at the beginning of the year or in the off season i was very much under the impression he would not play at all this year they're gonna move on from from him now i'm thinking about it from an nfl build standpoint would you rather start over with a quarterback um, cause right now I don't think they're guaranteed the one spot right now. So would you rather start over with a rookie quarterback or get whatever help you need defensive line, offensive line and get two? Cause I think they've got two picks right from the Texans and them. Yep. Um, so you get two high profile picks as long as you hit on them and you know, you address the other things cause you already have, a pretty good quarterback, well, you know, in the whole grand scheme of, of landscapes of all the quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, Kyler Murray's top 12. I feel pretty comfortable saying that. Yep. Even without seeing him at all this year, like who do you, do you want him or Jordan love? Do you want him or Kenny Pickett? Do you want him? Like at some point, like Herbert's not even performing well. And at what point do you like start putting some blame on Herbert. Like, it can't be everybody else's fault. What? Herbert's stats haven't been terrible. He just – his defense blows. But I I think the Arizona Cardinals need to address their other concerns. I don't think anybody's trading for Kyler. uh, Not with a lot of money. Um, And also coming off injury, not knowing – so I think what they're doing is auditioning him. They're going to try to get something on film showing, hey, he's okay after injury. Um, so it helps to trade him. I just don't know who's taking on that, that cap hit. I don't think anybody is. So at that point in time, you're not having the first pick. That's going to be probably Carolina, which goes to the Bears. Second pick, hmm, you guys might have that pick. Um, you really got to believe in Drake May or uh, Caleb Williams at that point. Or, hell, if you got that second pick and Marvin's still chilling, you can't tell me Marvin Harrison's not going to help Kyler Murray out. So, Right right now they're projected second pick, um, and some of the, the mocks that I've been seeing is showing Marvin Harrison. Yeah, so, I don't see how yeah. that hurts them. And then I don't know what their next pick would be, probably top ten. Get a left right. tackle or whatever else they need. Right now, it's projected number sixteen because Houston's actually doing well. 
Oh, that's true. Still, so. left tackle there, the end, whatever you guys need. Like, that kind of adds some value. Well, Grim will be a new uh, new fan if this happens, but it sounds like right now projected is Cooper DeGene. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, you know, Grim doesn't have a whole lot to root for right now. Crummy Iowa offense and, uh, well, the Bears. So, not a whole lot going on in his life to root for, so. All right. Dalvin Cook, he wants the F out. He ain't getting enough carries. Um, he is sick and tired of the Jets' bullshit. He doesn't understand why he's not getting carries, as if Brees Hall's not better than him. Um, crazy. I don't know. Who I, trades mean, it, it, I mean, it sounds very much like in the offseason he knew what he was getting into like it seems like the Jets were very upfront of this is Brees Hall's team you're going to be here to ease him into it and then once he's ready he's going to take over and I don't know maybe he was just like okay sure good one guys it's like oh crap you guys are serious (laughs) but he's also that's the only team that really showed interest in offered him any money. I know the bills were talked about in the dolphins, but clearly um, that I could, I could see the Cowboys maybe making a small trade for him. Ravens. Uh, well, it sounds like that's going to be Derrick Henry. Is that what, what it is? That's, that's, that's I mean, the rumor I've been seeing too. Those, those are the rumors that they're really interested in Derrick Henry, which that would be something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I believe Dalvin Cook has one more year left in in the tank to like produce something kind of similar to what uh, Zeke did last year with the Cowboys. Where you can pretty much like you put him in there inside the five, and he can he can score you a touchdown. Yep, and that's kind of about it. He's well, got to have a, a uh, team that, friendly contract, wouldn't he? I mean, there's got to be someone out there that would take that chance. You would think for Dalvin, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not terrible. I mean, maybe what was it like six or seven million? I think something like that. I mean, so, hell, the Rams might do something. I don't know. They might as well. Uh, league news. Uh, we got our Malik Willis stats. He was on a bye. DTR did not play. Uh, Tanner McKee, uh, to answer you guys' question last year, uh, last week, and I'm surprised Jacob did not know the answer to this, but Tanner McKee is on the Eagles. So apparently he's not an Eagles fan. Uh, Tajay Spears on a buy. So our current uh, hot take: Traylon Burks versus Tajay Spears uh, TD count is still zero to one. It's a uh, it's it's a mad dash to uh, probably three. Uh, I don't know. At this point in time, Tajay's running away with it. At the, at this point, this hot take is like very cold. Yeah, yeah, it's like a. <clears throat> Like a frozen pizza that hasn't been cooked. So, so we've had it's still frozen for those idiots out there. 
so we had four trades this week in the league. Puts our league trade count up to 63 for 2023. Tweet, you sent away Logan Diggs for a 2024 NCAA 4th. Uh, I got Jalen Royals for a 2024 NCAA 3rd from Brett. I also got Thomas Castellanos and Chuba Hubbard from Nate in exchange for Marshawn Lloyd and a second round NCAA pick next year. Nate, this word, lots of words here. Nate gets Connor Wegman, Dion Burks, two seventh round picks and a ninth round pick next year, which I can only assume this whole trade was Nate was interested in Connor Wegman and then Dennis put in all of these NCAA picks because that's just something that he does. Uh, Dennis, in return, gets uh, Jonathan Mingo, Joshua Palmer, Tank Bigsby, Dontavian Wicks, Graham Mertz. Uh, he gets his own second-round pick back uh, and another second-round pick and Aiden Williams. What? Didn't he trade Mertz in the offseason? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he traded Mertz away. He traded his own pick away. Then he traded to get him back. Um, I don't uh, I don't know if I love it. I like Nate getting Connor. Um, yep, I love Nate getting Connor. I don't really care about anybody else that Dennis got. And, you know, he talks about how great his, his drafts are, but he's yet to make the playoffs in three straight years. So go ahead, take those second-round picks. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if he's ever had a second-round pick. Um, mm. I don't know if he's had a pick higher than the fifth round, to be honest. Uh, so maybe he's turning a new leaf and realizing that he has to get some higher picks to maybe try to do something. And here I am. I'm trading all my high picks away. Yeah. I'm I'm turning a new leaf. Like, oh, who needs those high picks? Just give me the, the later ones. Could this be something as well as, you know, everyone's on here just railing on him the whole time about collecting that seventh round, and now he's like, oh, well, maybe I should spread it back out a little bit. He might. I mean, let's be honest, though. Like, let's talk about the true winner here, Nate. Nate, Nate, Nate. Coming in no hot. Nate. He, he gets, he get what is that, three trades in a week. We haven't seen this kind of Nate since uh, last year. Last year, uh, October-ish, like at least, maybe even maybe even last summer. It's been it's been a while since we've seen trade Nate, and uh, you know we missed him. We're glad he's back. We're glad he's fleecing Luke. Um, it, it's good to have Nate back here. So, um, offer me better trades though, Nate, and I might not have you on auto reject. Uh, so, <laughs> better um, trades better acceptance I, I would say you know the world's better with with trade Nate around you know it it is and uh you know he's he sent me a couple messages um he acts like he has no time but then he he sent me a message he's like I'm just at this boys I don't know basketball game or whatever the fuck he was at he was just at this thing he goes I got all night and meanwhile I fell asleep because I got drunk obviously. And he was messaging me at like 1130 PM. Like, where's my trade offer? 
I was like, sorry, passed out, bro. He's very needy. It's always on Nate's time. It's always on Nate's time. Yeah. So, so I do have a question. Um, honestly, it's for all of our listeners. But tweet, I, I specifically want to ask you a hypothetical trade question. Jesus Christ. There could be some math involved. So I'm hoping to really confuse you. Seven. So let's say you have some players. We we're gonna we are gonna do a trade, you and me. And you value a player on my team higher or let's say you value somebody higher than I do. So I am able to get more out of you than Chad has the same interest but lower value. Like, is it in my best interest to trade that player to you who I value low but you value high or to Chad who I value low and he also value low? It values low. I think in your best interest, you should always go for your biggest and best offer. As a GM, yeah, I think as a GM in the NFL, when you're you're shopping your draft picks, uh, did the Bears were the Bears asking for for something less, and then Carolina gave them what they got, and then they were like, "Well, that seems like a lot, so maybe we should uh, not do that." the the you know the Texans and see if they give us less because I think that'd be more fair. So, all right. So Chad, I gave I gave tweet an easy one. Now this one's a two parter. So let's oh, say, all right. all right. So let's <clears throat> say that there are players that you like on my team that I devalue, and there are mm-hmm. players that I like on your team. That you devalue. So in this case, I don't like said player. You're giving me more than I think he's worth, and vice versa on my side. That you think I value low, and that you think are high. So in your in your mind, you have paid low, right? Yeah. Is that something that you would? Is that like the optimal trade? In general, it kind of is. I mean, if, yeah, you know, both both sides think they are getting exactly what they want. You know, the one side's like, "Hey, I I did really well on this. It's going to help me out in the future." And the other side's like, "All right, I got a lot more for the guy than I'm, what I probably should have." But everyone walks away happy. I mean, it's how you value that people? Seems, that seems great, and I I think we've got a member of this podcast who is not here who thinks he's just like the trade approver or disapprover. I don't know what he thinks his, you know, contribution is to the league with, you know, these fleecing type uh, comments. I mean, it just confused Nate. Nate had no idea what he was talking about. He's like, me? It's like, no, Luke got fleeced. He's like, okay, good. Yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, I am over the moon happy to get Thomas Castellanos and Chuba Hubbard for a second round pick and Marshawn Lloyd. Yeah. I mean, both, both and sides I'm, are happy. I'm, 
And I'm sure Nate is over the moon that he gets Marshawn Lloyd and a second round pick next year. I, I think some so, people just have to go through life just not enjoying what other people have. I and, mean, you know, they're, they're not happy. They're not happy that other people are doing what they want to do. So they just have to be angry about it. I think, I think he's just jealous. Jacob is just jealous an angry, angry individual. Like, is it angry just, elf? Yeah. Well, thank God Christmas coming around the corner so he can maybe be a happy elf. Or maybe All his right. time off be scratched tonight. Maybe that will make him feel better. Maybe. We'll see. I do want to remind the league, I did post it in the chat, but our trade deadline is uh, Saturday, November 4th at 11.59 p.m. So get those in there. Yep, we got two weeks. And then uh, things will open back up. I can't remember what I put in the chat, but it's like three or four weeks. After, After the week 13 games, which are like, uh, Thanksgiving week uh, so to open up that Sunday and then we'll have to figure out if you're over your 45 limit we've got to get people off of IR uh, so I believe Fantrax is open for like a few days because it does like the stat correction until Monday I know it's a holiday but it would be best if everybody could get everybody off their IR so we can see how many people are over do your cuts there if you can. If not, let me know who your cuts are before you make any trades, etc. Um, before Black Friday, that's a lot, but we should be all up Black Friday shopping, you know. Yeah, waivers everybody has used their waivers now. We've got Brett picked up Jalen Royals and Patrick picked up Kyrie Robinson. So, kudos to everybody for getting their waivers in this year now. To our week eight NCAA recap. Oh, let me uh, filibuster here while I uh, pull this up on my cellular telephone device. And then, of course, it'll, you know, pull up this week's and then I'll have to go back to next week. So, are, are any of you watching this Georgia Southern Georgia State game? Or are you guys all watching the NFL game? I've got the Bills I'm- game on. <clears throat> I got that one on too, but I just saw the score of that other game. Holy shit. That's a lot. I haven't checked out everything yet, but uh, hopefully. Oh. You would be got a Carol. I, I mean, I only care about college football. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, adds up. Marcus Carroll for Brett put up 32.8 points. That is a rough one for me. It's all right. All right. Hey, uh, all Luke, right. For your college side, I would just remind you to you know fill a roster. I mean, I wish I had a wish I had a tight end to put in in this week, but everybody's hurt. We're on a bye, so I'll beat Brett okay. with one less person. I mean, uh, Corey had a quarterback throw up forty two on me, so <laughs> you know your guys' matchup is, is good. We'll, I mean, we'll get to it uh, a little bit later here. Fortunately, but, uh, Corley got me twenty four, so. All right, so we've got Tweet versus Brett. Honestly, this is a relatively down week for Tweet's team, and he still puts up over 250 points. Um, Pretty much cruises to this one. Uh, Beats Brett by 57 points and some change. 
Brett has Quinnewers who gets hurt, and Spencer Rattler against Missouri scores 5.18 points. Here, tweet, his highlight is he clinches a playoff spot here in uh, week eight. Tweet is now 2-1 versus Brett with a plus 138.62 point differential. Grim versus Ian. Woof. So Arkansas, I believe, has just quit. So KJ Jefferson, 3.68 points. Rough uh, hot dog water. Don't know what you're going to do with your QBs. Joe Milton in general has been bad, uh, but he actually had a good week with 26.74 points uh, this last week, which is his best outing since UTSA in September 23rd. So that's uh, probably not what you wanted when you uh, drafted Milrow, or not Milrow, uh, Milton. Grimm's team almost had as bad, uh, is almost as bad as Patrick's, but uh, continues to want those late uh, draft round picks because that's where he finds value. So I am assuming he's going to sell these seconds for like 14ths because he can evaluate that talent there at the 14th round and, and continue to not make the playoffs. He scored 111.16 points. Like this is, we need to highlight how bad Grimm's college team is. Like he's playing his cousin. He might lose to Patrick. And in that case, it would be the first time Patrick's not in last place. And they're putting up about the same points. It's embarrassing. And Grimm says he's trying. Like, I thought maybe he was trying to throw things to give uh, his number one hater the number one overall draft pick uh, because he's trying to get onto uh, Jacob's good side. But he said he's trying. And woof, this is trying. Maybe, feel like, maybe don't, like maybe Jacob don't try. Scheming together. I feel like they're like scheming together. Like they make everybody think they're haters, but really, Jacob is probably at Grimm's house with a five-star notebook tonight. They're probably writing down all their ideas um, on how they want to change this league, and it just seems like that's what they're doing. It makes that would make a lot of sense. I mean, he's physically able to perform tonight, yet he's not here. They yep. probably had to go over there. That makes a lot of sense. Yep. Um, <clears throat> with Ian's win, Ian is now 2-1 and one versus Grimm, and he has a point differential of plus 121.84. Uh, Grimm's loss eliminates him from the playoff and is currently on a seven-game losing streak. So I think there's only one other person in the league who knows what a seven-game losing streak is, and that would be his uh, cousin. The things are not got, going well for that family. Not, not great at all. We've got Golden Domers here. We've got Chad versus Corey. Ladanian Webb and Jalen Wright on your bench, Corey? You're 6-1. What are you doing? You've got your Iowa running backs that combined for 3.1 points. Chad, you survived the bye week. Your bench really didn't have much to offer. Um, you are now on a six-game winning streak. Chad now moves to two and one with a point differential of plus fifty-nine point four six. Chad and despite the loss, Corey clinch a playoffs spot. Chad, how does it feel to be in the playoffs? Currently sitting atop 
uh, the league? It feels really good, actually. Uh, missed it the first two years by one or two games. So, uh, you know, to, to have the team where we are right now, um, feels good. Really does. And, uh, you know, you, you went with that G5 approach, and it's, you know, it's rocky there. It's, Rocky there at the beginning makes sense. You're playing up in competition. Now you know you're playing yep. likes for likes, and they're crushing it. So you you know you sacrifice the first couple weeks because I think uh, I could be wrong, but I think you started zero and two, and then have won six in a row. Yep, I lost so, in week two to Ian by point zero eight points. Oh my goodness! You could pretty much have locked up the number one pick had you uh, or the number one. Uh, uh, seeds had you had you won that one? Yep, yep, quite possibly. Our next game is Jacob versus uh, Patrick. Patrick has Brian Thomas, who continues to roll. He scores uh, three receptions for 122 yards and two touchdowns on his three receptions for 27.2 uh, points. Quarterbacks score forty-five percent of his points and seventy-three point seven percent of Jacob's total points. Jacob put up one hundred and thirty point eight points, which is the least since last week, uh, where he scored one hundred twenty-eight point seven four points. This guy is not stuck in stuck in take lock. You know, we talked about it at the beginning. He said. I am the best. I'm going to win the college side, yada, yada, yada. Well, he is – he's not. Garbage. He, he Garbage. He's just awful and uh, ugh, gross. But despite uh, the win from Patrick – Better than he's performing. What's that tweet? I've shit my pants better than he's performing. <laughs> and despite the win, Patrick has been eliminated from the playoffs – <laughs> which is rough, but God here we, here we are. Did we did we line up some, like good music for that? Like like a good church song. R.I.P. Patrick. No, we didn't. We did not. Really uh, missed the opportunity. With a loss, Jacob moves to two and one versus Patrick while holding. Wait for it. A plus thirty three point eight two point advantage. Does that not seem super close? I mean, what are we doing, Jacob? How, how are you going to have a great team on the college side but have that low of a point differential between the worst team in the league? It, that, I don't know. It shouldn't happen. I I don't I don't understand how Patrick's eliminated from playoff contention. I mean, the guy just got his first one in like 2 years. Give them to get another one. He's give about to go on a two-game winning streak and not have give a the, Give the man a chance to make the playoffs. Just make it happen, guys. God. And then the game that everyone wants to talk about. All of them. Luke versus Nate. Nate is averaging 237.95 points prior to this week, and he scores 274.06, while Luke is averaging – 278.48 points and scores 272.64, pretty much his average. Somehow Nate beats him, but let's not focus on that. Let's focus on the fact that Luke has faced the highest points against in the league 
Uh, he's now 67 and five against the league, uh, 93.1% winning percentage. Uh, Nate now moves to two and one against Luke, but Luke holds a 42.98 point advantage. Let's, I mean, that's all the stuff that we really care about is, you know, head to head matchups are cool and all, but it's all about like how you do against the entire league. Everyone knows that. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's about all I want to talk about, except for this one last point. And I'm glad you are here, Chad, because I have a bone to pick with you. <laughs> I bet you do. So you beat me three weeks ago. I am on a three-game losing streak, and I figured out what you did. You, you, sir, are stealing my signs, and you are now giving them to the other players other managers in these leagues. And I am not standing for it. I have changed my signals this, this week. So whatever you guys have been feeding to Brett doesn't matter. Here's where I, I pick up my win because it turns out it's not me. It's you guys. You guys are out to get me. You guys are stealing my signs and I'm not having anymore. We've now we've, because we've won this league two years in a row, we have so much NIL money. We've put together a sophisticated communication system that the NFL uses to talk to our players. Not even a thing to worry about anymore. Undefeated from here on out. Uh, you've been exposed, Chad. Well, I mean, I you know, since it's not against the bylaws of the league, uh, you know, because I, I looked at them, uh, I'm going to keep doing it. I don't care. Exposure. Well, good luck. Uh, good luck. Because you know what's exposing against me? Luke? Playing what? Caleb Williams. Guy's garbage. Yeah, that's not been great. That's not been great. All right. That does it for our uh, NCAA recap. Tweet, what do you have for our NFL recap? My Lanta, do we have some shit going down in the NFL? By shit, we mean team hibernating bear. Going down again to the Patrick. Patrick came in with a solid week, third highest scoring team in the league. He moves to four and three. Hibernating bear keeps on hibernating. Uh, Ian. Ian and Luke, they, they kind of had the... Uh, the game of the week this week, I think. Like, you really showed out, Luke. You you came out. You were a number <coughs> score. Um, squad showed up. Like, Patty Mahomes, uh, ETN, those guys just put out, out there. Uh, Ian, Ian was there, too. He was, he was in the thick of it. Still lost by 30, 40. Jesus, mass hard. Sorry, Ian. <laughs> But uh, Luke takes down Ian. Nate, who has officially now named his team name 10. Um, I don't know what that means. Not really sure what that means. Um, Nate, don't drink because it doesn't make any sense. Uh, anywho, Grim coming in hot. Does everybody else hate this? Like, everybody hates that Grim just won again, right? 
I mean, it I'm not just, it just annoys me. It's annoying. Guy drives us all insane. He's writing this down in his five-star notebook, how he's going to get back at us. Like, God. Grim takes down Team 10, whatever that means. So, L, what is this team doing? We got to talk here, man. Like, There's we are four and three. All. We went from, we've been dwelling in the cellar. And now we're we're playoff hunting. Like right now, right now you're in. You're in and projected to play against Belleville. Wow. For a team we didn't think had a whole lot. Um, not saying that you don't have a ton, have a but like, lot. still, it, it seems like you're still me. in. But you're scoring and you're and you're winning. Like Corey's team is is not bad, and you you just waxed them. Like so, pro, mad props to mad props to our special guest, Big Vel. This man is crushing. Uh, Big Velvet and Brett. Brett's Brett's gonna be fighting for the seller. Uh, with Team Tweet. Uh, oddly enough, Team Tweet has traded a lot of pieces, and Team Brett may still be just as bad, if not worse. Um, Brett scored a whopping 13 more points than Tweet this week, which was impressive. Um, and you got uh, Jacob just getting a W. I do think uh, we're getting close to locking in some playoff spots. So um, maybe people are already locked in. Knowing what we have at the bottom right now, um, which is myself, uh, Nate, and Brett, uh, all having one win, I'm pretty sure that half the field's locked in already. So. Thank you. All right, that gets us now to our power rankings, which, uh, due to some, what? uh, un- what we, I, 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 I thought we, the guys said they couldn't get it to us. What are we gonna do? Big L's here. He said he's been. Very upset with how these power rankers have been treating his college squad. And he said, Luke, hold my beer. Let me do the power rankings. Let me show these two yahoos what it really means to do power rankings. I said, go go ahead. You think you can do it better than them? He's like, for sure. So, So there you go. Did, did he put like, the numbers down and all that? I'm, I mean, I'm I sure. I didn't go that based... far in depth. I didn't go that far in depth. But you know what? I got my list, and this is what I'm going to stand by. Big L. He doesn't have some like mathematical equation with a weighted average and this and that. He's just a vibes guy. You know, he's got that cigar and uh, old-fashioned. He's just like, you know what? 
this is what I feel like this team's, you know, this team's on fire. This team's not. This team's got problems. This team doesn't. I, he's a vibe guy. This is a, so this is your big L power ranking vibe power rankings right here. Yep, yep. So li- listen uh, up again. Listen up, uh, Grim. All I'm glad is you said he comes off. I'm just glad you said he comes off and not comes on you because that'd be weird. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll uh, we'll start at the bottom here on NCAA side. Uh, Patrick still at number ten. Uh, Ooh, after a big dub, after a big still, win, he gets okay. He's still still at number ten. Granted, number nine is Grim. That team. Ooh. Once his team on the NFL side gets a little bit older. And he has to start bringing in these players. Tweet, you're going to be out of the cellar. It's all what what players is he bringing it's, in? It's going to be rough. Huh? What players is he bringing in? That's more of the question. That's, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Uh, yeah. Number eight on the college side. Uh, hey, I don't know what the hell this team's doing. Week in, week out. Just up and down. Wants to be good one week, do something, then it doesn't. Uh, you know, the the regular co-host of this show um, decided he didn't want to show up tonight. Um, you know what? I got him at number seven here, honestly. Uh, and that could go back and forth between him and number eight. Both teams are garbage. Both teams. Didn't... Didn't show up tonight to the podcast. Hasn't shown up all year on the NCAA side. Hasn't shown up the last couple years on the NCAA side. Be honest. He he wants to talk about my. He wants. You know what, Jacob? You want to talk about my three games in a row that I've lost? Let's look at the bigger sample size. Three years in a row. You're not going to make the playoffs. Playoffs. Yep. Playoffs? I know we're talking about playoffs. And I don't like to bring up the past, you know, because on all of my vehicles, I've ripped out that rearview mirror. I'm just always looking forward. But I feel like you've been picking up all my rearview mirrors and, and you just keep looking back there. You're just always in the past. What's behind me? What happened back here? I suggest you take some of those out. Maybe even rip out all of them and just start looking for it, dude. Yep. All right. Number six, uh, Ian, hot dog water. He's 500. It's back and forth again still. Same thing. Um, you know what? Still Ian's been grudge for that week two loss. That's partially why you're right here. <laughs> Ian's been like that team that either is one game from missing the playoffs or one game from making the playoffs. Like he's right. He's always right there around six, seven. And you, you got to watch out for his team right at the end of the season, because that is one team that could knock somebody out that should make it. I mean, didn't that happen last year actually? Oh yeah, that's right. He beat me in the last week to (laughs) go to the playoffs only to get embarrassed in week one, but whatever. Uh, number at least you're five. not bitter about it. No, not bitter about it. No, not at all. Uh, sorry, my team last year was not very good. Um, 
Number five, I got Nate. Um, right there. Uh, you know, I, he, he's trying to make some moves here and there. Um, we'll see what happens, see what some of these recent moves here do for him. But right now I got him at number five. Uh, the big one right here, right now, at number four, Luke. Whoa! And it's, it's not, I'm not looking at full rosters, all right? I am looking at, you are on a three-game slide, slide. Yeah, all right? Exposed you. Now, you get a, you get a, you get a game here against Brett, you should win, all right? But don't screw it up. Man. How's that shaft feel? I mean, obviously, Big Ellis has no idea what the fuck he's doing. Um, I can't go from, like, number one all year to number four. Like, he, this guy has no this idea. This is mine. Remember, this is vibes. This is all vibes. I'm not the analytical side. <laughs> Bring back Grim and uh, Ian's power rankings. This is garbage. You know what? You're done. Who needs? You know, uh, whatever. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, number three. Uh, I've got Corey. Uh, he's at number three because uh, last week I had ended up beating him. Um, it's going to come down to one of these top four, honestly. Uh, winning it all. So he's year. got the second. So two-time defending champ, just on a three-game losing streak. Number four, number, and then Corey, who's been one of the top teams all year, loses to you, who's got the second best record, is number three. Okay. All right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, Go I'm ahead. At, Go ahead. I'm at number two. I'm at number two. And uh, right now, you know what? I, I do have tweet. Woo! Uh, Woo! I think he's to roll, even though he he squeaked by last week, but he's going to start rolling. Um, only for me to beat him in the playoffs again because his team can't beat mine. Take your shirt off. Whipping around like a helicopter. Petey Pablo. We're number one, baby. <laughs> Yeah, North Carolina, go and raise up. How far back on? How old is that song? <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I'm bringing like it back. Like 2007. I'm, I'm yeah, bringing it back school. on my uh, album uh, that I'm releasing. Uh, it's called The Bear in Hibernation. Uh, it's gonna be a great album. Um, mix of hip hop and country. Uh, you can get it now on Spotify. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, I, I'm pretty jacked to be number one. Um, feels good. Uh, not happy, Corey. Corey's throwing up like a seventy burger on me in college, and he's had this two players big, today already. Um, this is a big week. Still. But uh, but yeah, we're we're in the playoffs. That's all that matters. And uh. If I could get Luther Burden off a of bye this week, that'd be great. But apparently, he still has to <laughs> be like in sync and bye bye bye. So, anywho, it feels good to be number one. Is this your song tweet? This is literally my song. This is my dub bear. By the way. So yeah. maybe yeah maybe we're gonna have to get a little Petey Pablo uh, in the in the intro or or the outro um, mm -hmm. going forward. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of a big deal. So, all right, uh, move over to the NFL side here. A um, little bit of a change on this one here as well. Um, I have got Hafe actually at number ten. 
Ooh. That team is. I I don't know. We, you got some you got some pieces there. They're young. I, I don't trust his uh, tweet. You were actually at number nine on on my uh, list here. Uh, Nate comes in at number eight. Uh, Corey at number seven right now. Um, I've got me at number six, which I believe is where the power rankers air quotes have had me all season. Uh, Patrick, number five. Uh, I dropped Grim to number four. That's another one. That's that not, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, not trusting. Nice I, I'm not trusting the team there and the age. Um, just not feeling it. Uh, no vibes. Three, I don't like it, Chad. Keep it up. Number three. Uh, I got Rinker. Um, so, Whoa. You know, he moved. He moved up a little bit. Uh, unfortunately, number two is the person that shall not be named. It decided not to show up tonight. Voldemort? Yeah, Belleville. Belleville, oh, Voldemort, okay. yeah, kind of makes sense. <laughs> they, they go together. Uh, and then at number one, unchanged, is Luke. All right! Oh, yeah, I take, about all, I take back all the bad things I said about you, Chad. You're doing a great job. I love these power rankings. It's just that, as someone that's been just absolutely destroyed by that team multiple times every time i see that i'm like going up against it it's like no why start a lineup why start a lineup we got we got we got this pod it's called baron pro and uh you know and he's obviously sucking up he wants to be on the baron pro cast more often because we're both number one luke makes sense Number one's uh, together. New, we got a new pod name, man. This is two weeks in a row. This pod's changed names. We the pro bear, you know what? The bear I pro. Like, I like it. The pro could, bear. Could, I like pro bear. I like pro bear. Pro bear, but we could be bear pro, and we could open these like outdoor stores. Um, they're like yeah. really big, and uh, there's a lot of bears and like a bunch of hunting and fishing gear and stuff, and guns and shit. Uh, and we, maybe we could give. Maybe we could give. Uh, fantasy football advice to people oh, yeah. such as got to have the a people at the bottom of the power rankings, like Jacob and and Grim and stuff. Yeah, those garbage teams. I don't think my idea has ever been come up with the Bear Pro idea. So we'll we'll take this offline. I'm pretty sure we should be able to build some like stuff uh, here pretty maybe soon. Canada, yeah. Like, maybe people stop there before their bear hunts. Yeah, that's genius. I like there you it. Go. I mean, makes a lot of sense. Well, that gets us through, you know, the meat and potatoes of this podcast. But there is one thing that the people want from the bear, and those are his NCAA picks and his NFL picks. So take it away. Tweet. We want to hear it. I'm I'm hoping that Petey Pablo doesn't listen to the podcast and we get uh I don't know 
sued or something for pay- playing more than like 20 <laughs> seconds of that song. Um, but I hear PD Pablo is a big C2C fan, especially of the casuals to degenerates. So Bear is a big fan of PD. PD, holler at me. I can get you in touch with all my fans, all my peeps. Uh it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a big week this week, guys. Uh you know, after raising up, I got I'm a little out of breath. Uh I was whipping my shirt <laughs> off looking around like a helicopter. A little worn out, but uh here I am. Whew. Week number nine in the NCAA side. Who are we gonna take this week? I haven't even taken a look. I've, I'm going to start with the turd burger, uh, the turd bowl, the, the cousin cousin kissing bowl, whatever you want to call it. The cousin kissing uh, bowl. <laughs> Patrick versus Grimm. Um, pretty sure Grimm has one quarterback starting this week. Um, oh, no. did not look good. Okay. Still give me Patrick, um, even though oh, he did set his lineup. Yep, he did give me Patrick. Lineup, but Garrett Schrader, yeah. Oof. I don't I don't want none no part about Graham. Nate versus Ian. This this is a matchup. Nate's making moves. Is Nate for real? Is he not? Nate is not for real. Nate is not. Give me Ian. Team hot dog water. And the chocolate starfish is back, baby. <laughs> Chad versus Belleville. Is there a question? There's no question, right? Belleville went loses by a mile. That's How many points is a mile? Hundred and ten. Hundred and ten. Matt adds up. It might be the first time I've picked Chad all year. For some reason, I have a problem with picking Chad in this, and, uh, and and for some reason, he's he's ranked in the in the top. So uh, it's kind of quite the quite the conundrum we're in. Brett versus Luke. Just kind of taking a gander here, man. Luke's got three players going or gone. Brett's got two. Brett's two of one. Or he's in the matchup. He's down by yep. seven. Uh had a quarterback go. He hasn't had a quarterback go yet. So that's that's alarming. Caleb I don't Williams, have a to play. Caleb Williams is garbage. Um, and so give me I'm, I'm going I'm riding the four game losing streak upside oh, of the week. Oh. Give me Brett. Oh, no. Give me Brett. <coughs> and then we got the game of the week. It's Corey versus Tweet. This Tweet is- wins. Guaranteed. All day, every day. Petey Pablo came on. I can't believe we even had Petey Pablo live. That was crazy. Like, that was <laughs> here. He was live. It was amazing. So. We're taking tweet. That's his his raise up song. We got to got to got to beat Corey this week. Cannot All give right, that so, man any more excitement. So I want to talk about this. We've got two weeks left of the regular season. All right. 
so I want to quick go through the matchups real quick. Uh, historically, in the regular season, Luke and Brett are one and one with Luke having a 32.78 point advantage. So all their games have been super close uh, the last couple of years. Chad and Jacob. Chad is 2-0 versus Jacob with a plus 59.66, just owning this series. Ian and Nate. Nate is 2-0 versus Ian, having a, and Nate has a plus 17.44 point advantage. So he has just squeaked out those two wins. Patrick and Grim. Grim is 2-0 versus his cousin with a plus 136.38 point advantage. So if he loses this one, not good things for that uh, for Grimm's team. And Corey versus Tweet. Tweet is 2-0 versus Corey all time with a plus 76.8 uh, point differential. So you've you've kind of been crushing uh, Corey historically, Tweet. But what we need to look at here is the top six teams make the playoffs. Corey is technically in first based off of points, but only by like 40 points. You can make that up easy in a, a week of college. So we've got Corey, who's number one, and Tweet, who's number one in the division. I have Tweet in points by like 400. So one slip up here to Corey, who's number one. I go into first in uh, our division, and I'll I'll capture that uh, number two spot. Then... How do you do that when you lose this week? It won't happen. I'm not losing. Oh. I'm winning. And then, uh, Chad, I think you have a, a, a cupcake this week with uh, Jacob. But then next week you play Grim, who you lost to, I believe, week one. Or out for blood. Is it embarrassing that you've lost to Grim's team? <laughs> it kind of is, but we talked about it earlier with those G5 players. It's tough okay. in those first couple weeks. It's tough for those first couple weeks. Now, I do also want to make one correction to what you just said a couple minutes ago there. Uh, Corey is only in first right now because it's already counting points this week. Oh, okay. I Sorry. was ahead of him ahead of time. So Okay. Okay. It's all so, right. It's all right. You're good. You're good. Um, so this is a big... Big week. Chad is probably on uh, team uh, tweet this week because if tweet can pull out a win, that means Golden Domers can maybe lock up that number one. I mean, it probably won't be until next week, but I play Corey in week 10. So that will be, we've got an interesting, you know, shuffle that will be here in the top four in the next two weeks. Um, and then I play Brett. If I beat Brett this week, and if Ian can win, well, if Ian wins and Brett, Jacob, lose, they are eliminated um, with a loss and Ian's win. So things we'll have an update with uh, more clinches and any eliminations come next week. All right, tweet. Give us your NFL picks. Jesus Christ, we got a lot of things going on right now. Right now, uh, I don't even know who to pick. I am beating the number one team <laughs> in the NFL fantasy right now. I am winning. That's true. Do I take myself or do I take Luke? Man, this is a tough decision. I think Luke's going to squeak by this week. 
even though I already got the win out the gates, you know, the Thursday night dub, I think Luke Luke's got a real good chance of getting the win later on. But it's going to be by very little, 112 points. So uh, <laughs> that's like a mile. <laughs> Damn near a mile. It's a little over a mile, actually. Not in the to NFL to side. No, stats. college college miles are college miles are different than NFL miles. Oh, so. oh yeah. that makes oh, sense. Right. Conversion factors. Okay. Yeah. 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 So uh Zero Dark Purdy. Love the name, by the way. Uh <coughs> throwing interceptions to make us feel better about ourselves. But anywho, yeah. Patrick versus Big L. Has Patrick set his lineup? Hang on. <laughs> I mean, it looks set. It looks. It yes. does look set. He does look set. Um, you know what? Adam Thielen's on the tear. Jacoby Myers is, is playing well. Um, like the Moster. Give me Big L. Give me Big L. I think that's a little bit of an upset right now, um, roster-wise. But... Uh, I do think Big L gets the dub this week. Two, four, and three teams here. Number five versus number six. Uh, currently only a nine-point advantage for uh, Patrick. Yeah, got an interesting one here. This should be a good one. Uh, once again, we got Team 10. Uh, I still don't understand it. Like, Nate is this mystery box. I don't know what he's trying to say here. Uh, Maybe he is number 10. Maybe he's his power ranking himself as 10. I'm not sure. I I have no idea. Um, He's going up against Brett. I mean, Baker, in a loss, had a good day. Put up a a 25 burger and uh, not too shabby. I, I don't know. Who I like more in this, but uh, Brett's got twenty-five point advantage, so give me Brett because, yeah, that's a battle of the turd burgers, and <laughs> Nate's not playing Levis. So, team hater versus oh, who? The team he hates against Voldemort. Voldemort, Ian. Love you, man, but you can't keep up this week. I think Jacob wins by 40. Whew. Tough two weeks for Ian. Real tough. We've got Corey versus Mr. Grimm. Uh, coming out the gates pretty strong here. Uh, Grimm. Grimm is out here trying to score points. Uh, Rashad White finally showed up for him, so that's kind of nice. Gabe Davis, 23? Wow. Yeah, Gabe Davis is showing up. More points than Mike Evans. Uh, Cook, Barkley may or may not go. We're not really sure. This is a tough one. Uh, Give me Corey in this one, though. I think this is a big upset this week. I think Corey takes it. I, I don't know if Hawkinson is going to be all that he is. We're not sure on, uh, on on Saquon. So, yeah, give me Corey. Let's let's ride him. Not literally. Right. Not literally. We're not going to ride you literally. <laughs> all right, that does it for us tonight. Big L, thanks for uh, 
thanks for joining us uh, this week. Uh, tweet, I think we killed it. Uh, definitely sounded really good without Jacob here uh, holding us back. Um, and to help everybody at home, especially those lower in the power rankings, especially in the vibe power rankings, I want you to remember, don't forget to start your studs. And Chad, as much hate that you have burning in that dark raider soul of yours, don't hate the player, hate the game. And I'm Triple H. Good night. Rawr! See ya. Time to play the game.